genre. Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And we're from Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the entire Back to the Future trilogy one minute at a time. Like the minute when Principal Strickland becomes a vigilante hero of the wasteland after Biff takes over Hill Valley in the alternate 1985 timeline. I I don't... Wait, I don't, I don't remember Or that. the minute where we learn that Dr. Emmett Brown is secretly the saxophone king of Hill Valley. Hold on. When, when did that or when, did that happen? when we slowly start to realize that George McFly may have murdered both of his parents. Okay, now I don't I don't remember that being in the movies. Well, Scott, that's because none of those things are actually in the movies, but it's all stuff that we talk about on Back to the Future Minute. Back to the Future Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com and wherever you get your podcasts. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And today, oh, and uh, and we have Neil and George back with us again. Welcome back, you guys. We are back. I was going to launch ahoy into ahoy. Uh, what the minute's about, and and I I felt that, that was unfair to do without without letting everyone know that you're <laughs> still that you guys are still here. I mean, I don't know if it would have stopped us from talking, but, you know. No, no, that, I, who knows? I'd be, be very disappointed if we had, like, a, just a very quiet minute while you guys are around. Like, what, what happened? What do we do wrong? <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like that's possible. <laughs> no, I don't. It's all right. We have good discussions. Today. Today we're talking about minute 129 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Minute 129 starts with Harry's shock that Stape was trying to save him. And it ends with Quirrell giving Harry some some directions. Hmm. Uh, it's, uh, putting it nicely, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I... This whole minute is just more incredible Ian Hart. Um, yeah. The conversation between the two of them. Harry, of course, is stunned that, um, that Snape was trying to save him at the, at the uh, Quidditch match. And... Quirrell brings up um, Halloween. He he doesn't directly mention the troll, but he mentions that that hmm. he knew that Harry was a danger to him, especially after Halloween. And and of course, Harry deduces that that means that he let the troll in, and that Snape hmm. must have been the one to stop it. It's a lot of um, this is a very dialogue heavy minute. Well then, didn't we'll see? Then Quirrell says, "Very good, Harry. You figured it out." It's like I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but I feel like if he's just already established that Snape was the one trying to kill him at the Quidditch match, I mean, mm-hmm. Snape was not the one trying to kill him at the Quidditch match. Would you just then go, "Okay, every assumption I've made about Snape to this point is wrong," so I'm just going to backtrack, insert Quirrell in all those places, and then we're going to move forward? But now he's like, no, and he's acting like every single incident is like some sort of like new revelation. But it's like, okay, no, that's pretty foregone at this point, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I I think the the sort of reiteration that like no it wasn't Snape it was definitely Quirrell, um, I think it's probably more for like the kids in the audience like, oh, Snape wasn't the one to let the troll in. Snape was trying to save Harry's life at the Quidditch match. He didn't he didn't um he didn't jinx Harry's broom. Um, Snape got bit by Fluffy because he was trying to stop Quirrell. Yeah, I, I just feel that the movies take more weight when when they progress and then they stop spoon feeding everything to the audience mm. and they sort of like leave more to. So you I mean, know, this is a movie for children. You'd think so, but how many adults do you know that have read these books? Oh, I, 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 I tons of them. And my my parents read them as I was reading. Like again, it's me growing up. I was a kid reading these as a kid, so. Yeah, I don't know any 10-year-old who's read this book that doesn't have their adult counterpart, if yeah. not both their parents or their older sister or older brother who's also read them just as many times. So while it does have uh, childlike elements to it, they're more, they really are sort of like a universal source oh, of, of entertainment. I totally agree. What What is um, Snape's position at the moment in terms of the whole broader arc with Voldemort and the undercover bit? I don't think. Oh, that's that's not even remotely a thing. Yeah, I don't. At this point, Voldemort is dead to or gone, so no one knows. So he's just, you know, okay, I turned and I'm free and clear, and whatever. Yeah, I don't think that Snape is aware that Voldemort and Quirrell are um, united. Okay, so that plan hasn't been put into place yet. So Snape at the moment is just. I think he just suspects that Quirrell is after the stone. Like that exactly that Quirrell yeah. is doing something. He's For, not supposed so to. what does he and what does he think that? What do you think he thinks the reason is that he's after this stone? I think because it's just they greed. can grant you eternal life. Yeah. For who? For himself. For anyone who uses the For elixir. Himself. Yeah, and also it can I think, turn of the metals into gold, so it's also good for wealth. I mean, it's very valuable. So, we don't think that anyone at this point in time is aware. Of the Voldemort threat. I think Dumbledore might be aware. Because I think that's exactly right. Because... I, I, and I, therefore, I think Snape is too. I think that... Because, Dum- you know, looking forward, Dumbledore and Snape are all in this together. They're a team. Yeah. And I think they're a team from day one. Like, from now. And I think they 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 know that the Voldemort threat is growing. They know that he's coming back. Um, and I think they suspect that this is part of it. And I think they had to figure out who it was. And I don't think they necessarily knew that it was Quirrell. They suspected him hmm. because they were, otherwise they would have dealt with him, right? Yeah, Snape does confront him um, outside of the library on the night that Harry finds the mirror for the first time. Mm. Yes. So So he obviously doesn't know. He does have know- a suspect. He's in league with him, but he suspects there's something wrong, something going well, on. Well, actually, and, and, I, and I think that's. Um, Coral also says that Voldemort that uh, Coral also says that Harry, not Harry, that Snape was the one that had him off on Halloween. Yeah, for the yeah, exactly. Which begs the question: if if he basically got caught trying to get to the chamber with uh, with the Sorcerer's Stone in it, why is he still working there? I don't well exactly because because a few years later um, a certain dip against a dark arts um, teacher he gets fired for just being um 
well, let's just say it's 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 somewhat racist why he's let go, but he is fired for what he is, which seems like a much less harsher mm. infraction of the rules than, you know, trying to steal something that will give you some sort of massive power. Yeah. But, you know, Quirrell, he's still there. I mm. think um, I think he's still there because because Dumbledore's basically set this trap for him. Do you think Dumbledore knows that him and Moldy Voldy are in league? I I don't think that he that Dumbledore would be okay with Harry going and facing Quirrell if he didn't know that Harry couldn't mm. be harmed. Mm. And the only reason Harry can't be harmed is because he has this bodily protection against Voldemort that his mother's sacrifice provided. Mm. So let me throw this out there. It seems like um, um, Senior Voldemort has done a lot of um, really stuff stuff that's never been done before, never been. It's like just magics that people didn't even think could be done, let alone successfully executed. Mm. How does Dumbledore have such confidence that Harry could stand up to him or at least be un- unfazed by him because he has no point of reference? Well, I think mm. I think in this particular movie or in this particular story, this book, Sorcerer's Stone, I think that Dumbledore is banking on like Voldemort couldn't touch Harry as a as a child, as an infant. He couldn't whatever happened mm. in that house on 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 uh in um Godric's Hollow protected Harry from Voldemort. And I think he's still relying on like that protection. The the magic of the sacrifice of his mother to save his life is is going it has rendered him untouchable to Voldemort. Um, and I, I guess, I guess his assumption is that like Harry might come down here and, and become, go be face to face with Voldemort. But I don't think that he believes that, that Voldemort is strong enough to be a threat, like a real threat to mm. Harry. Because Quirrell's not going to just wave his wand at Harry and, and cast the killing curse. And if he does, would it, I don't know if it'd work. I think that that protection yeah, of his I mother, I, I, it, the, the protection of his mother's sacrifice isn't overcome until Voldemort takes Harry's blood in Goblet of Fire. Mm. Yeah, but at that point, it wouldn't be Voldemort casting the Killing Curse. It would be Quirrell casting. But the I think curse. it's I think because they are one, because because otherwise, Vold- there's no reason that Quirrell should disintegrate when Harry touches him. Well, no, now he has because he has been bonded with Voldemort's essence well, I think that's the same but he's thing. still casting magic that is coming from Quirrell not necessarily coming from Voldemort uh, uh, Victoria and I we've talked about this a little bit but I think I think I think Voldemort is in more possession of Quirrell than than we're I think Voldemort is in complete possession yeah, of Quirrell I think... which is why he's not the stammering wreck because yeah. the, in, as a kid he was this stammering nervous kid and and only through Voldemort's influence has he become the what he is now that we see this, yes. this confident. Yes, yes. Uh, I yeah. did some digging on Pottermore, and um, there's a, like just a single page about Quirrell on Pottermore. But on that, it says that um, feeling inadequate and wishing to prove himself, he developed an interest in the dark arts. He wanted to track. He wanted to be the one to track down Voldemort so that he could learn skills to ensure he would never be laughed at again. 
Um, he wasn't looking hmm. for Voldemort for his own glory. Like, look, I found the wizard we thought was destroyed. Like, let's get him. It's like, no, hmm. I want to find him and get strength from him. Like, I want to be this more powerful thing because he was just this nervous kind of stammering hmm. person. Um, Voldemort has possessed Quirrell, but he's also he's also using him like a conduit. Um, mm. I think that any any magic that Quirrell is using is kind of Voldemort's power being transferred through him or directed through him. Um, we we talked about it a little bit, but when we have in the book where we meet um, Ollivander, he says that that a well trained witch or wizard can can focus their magic using any object like you don't have to have like a wand that's why wandless magic is able to uh, wands help direct it because they are magical mm. imbued objects on their own but you don't necessarily have to have a wand to do magic and in this case quirrell is the wand he is the vessel that is transmuting voldemort's power into a magical effect mm. um so I, I do think so I do think if Quirrell were to catch cast the killing curse, it's Voldemort's power that is allowing that, or or, so or when giving does, it strength. So when does Voldemort recruit Snape? I think Voldemort, uh, Snape and Voldemort. God, or think he's recruited Snape. Well, is it before this or after this? Oh, it's well no, it's before. Way, well this. Before it's a this. long time well before, before this. In, it's, it's well yeah. before Back the death of the Potters. He was a Death Eater. Yeah. So okay. So, so. But, what happened then? I mean, did, so I guess where am I going with it? My question is: Voldemort through Quirrell uh-huh. is now letting Harry know that Snape is a good guy, right? This wasn't Snape. No, yes, he's not necessarily letting you know he's a good guy. He's just letting him know that he wasn't trying to kill him at that point. So he's not mm-hmm. actively saying, no, Snape's all cool. He's saying that, no, Snape wasn't trying to kill you. I was trying to kill you. Right, but Snape was trying to therefore save you because he's muttering the counter curse. So I think inadvertently or certainly He's trying to save that- Harry because he's in love with his mother. Who's dead. Yeah. And, yes. And I don't think Quirrell... Mm. I don't know. Voldemort as Quirrell doesn't approach Snape and go, hey, Snape, my former loyal follower, like, I'm back and you should join me again. Because I don't think he knows at this point where Snape's loyalties lie. He's been a teacher at Hogwarts, buddied up to Dumbledore for a long time. And it's not until Voldemort has his own body again that that Snape tries to kind of get closer to him. And at that point, it's it's on... It's on instruction from Dumbledore that Snape goes back to Voldemort and mm. and and does that double agent role, the double agent thing. Yeah, but Snape is in my mind. Snape is saving Harry because it's all part of the big plan, not because he was in love with his mum. No, that's He's, exactly he, why he knows how important Harry is to I, this whole thing. I don't think I don't think Voldemort's Snape is return. in. Snape is definitely not in on like what Harry's final sacrifice is. Like, the reason that that Dumbledore is so invested in keeping Harry alive is because in order to take down, like, you, if you have to, it's because Harry's the final Horcrux. It's, it's Harry has this piece of the soul that can only be destroyed by Voldemort. And so Snape is very furious when he discovers that, like, the only reason that, that Harry, that you've kept Harry alive is so that he can die at the proper time. He's, like, very, like, upset mm. with that when he when Dumbledore reveals that to him when he finds out yeah 
Um, I think he right. So I he think does, he is trying so he to help know that right him. now. Yeah. But I think, but in my mind, it's all that they're they're already teaming up, Snape and Dumbledore. Sure. And and whether it, under instructions or whatever, Snape is is keeping Harry alive, saved his life because he knows that Harry is needed to avert the return of Voldemort. You might not know; he doesn't know how or when or why, but. I think he's he saving. He's, Vold- he's got to stay alive. I think he's saving Harry because Dumbledore instructed him to keep him safe. Yeah. So, it, in my so when Quirrell is 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 in, and Harry are having this chit chat right now. To me, uh, my question was: so Voldemort is telling is basically telling Harry, no, no, don't. It's not Snape. Yeah. So don't worry about Snape, and and in my mind, it's because. Voldemort knows that he's going to use Snape later on. I and do so he's think... trying to get attention away from Snape. He's a good guy. Don't worry about him. He's fine. Mm, that's interesting. And it just takes the suspicion away from Snape. So uh, that's it's how It's kind I, of a ploy. I didn't mind. even think about that. I like that. Yeah, so Voldemort is kind of like planting that seed he's 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 directing harry's attention away from snape so that he can use snape later i didn't consider that forethought on the part of voldemort I yeah what is Vo- yeah in this because i his 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 end game right now is to get the stone he doesn't care about anything past that he is focused on he's like right there it's supposedly in this room he's so close that's what he's there for. He's not thinking about, so if this plan fails, what am I going to do three books later? He's thinking straight up, okay, don't worry about that right now. You need to help me get the stone because this is what I want more than anything. Well, if he gets I the stone agree. and he comes I, I back, Voldemort he has is, to have some plan for what's going to happen next. I he's got to have some idea. Is, is, has, has long game plans because he's he, even the creation of the Horcruxes is a long game plan. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I think Which is, is the only reason he's currently alive at, at anyway is because he had that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, George, uh, that's just my opinion. I, I think I think he's got a long game plan. This is only one little part of it. I agree. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I um. I think the only. little bit that I have left for this um, is is that once once Harry confirms like it was you that let the troll in and 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 Cor responds that that like yes Snape was the one that headed him off and whatever he, he says that after that moment he didn't trust him that, that he rarely left me alone uh, and I really love the delivery as he turns back and looks at the mirror and he says but he doesn't understand. I'm mm. I'm never alone. <laughs> it's yeah, uh very uh, never. Like it's very spooky. Um and then we get a few seconds. We get the last eh, like 20 seconds of this where he's like actually focused on the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um he he's turned his back on Harry cuz he knows Harry's not a threat and isn't concerned with him. He can see Harry's reflect. Can he see? Okay. Okay, when you're looking in the mirror of Erised and you're seeing something reflected, you're seeing your desires reflected in the mirror, can you also see the reflection of the room? Like, when he's looking in the mirror and he's seeing himself getting the stone, can he also see Harry approaching in the background? 
I mean, we can. I mean, we can. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think so. I don't either. Well, he he, he doesn't look. Like he's looking at anything when he's he's looking at his vision. Yeah, he's looking, looking at in his in the room. He's mm-hmm. focused on that. So maybe you do, but you're so focused on what you want to see that it does. You don't notice anything mm-hmm. else in the room. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I did notice how disgusting Quirrell's hand is. Quirrell's hand. Oh, his hand. Well, when he says like, like, come here. Come here, boy. Oh yeah. He says, like, and he's not pointing. He's got like a claw. Yeah, the way the way he's holding his hand is very creepy. I will agree. Yeah, with well, that. he's doing a very like exaggerated like hand. Yeah. Point. Oh, we get he's that voiceover of um of uh, Voldemort saying, "Use the boy." Yeah, yes. and and just from I don't. I mean, come on, Harry. If you're standing there and this crazy guy is yelling at you, and all of a sudden a disembodied voice says, "Use the boy." Mm-hmm. Um, Turn around and run. I'm gone. Yeah, I am gone <laughs> because you know what? Whatever's going on, if that can't happen without me, if I'm not there, it can't happen. Well, it's so, funny because 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 Coral points at him and goes, "Come here, Pata." Now and he does, and and he does, and he does. <laughs> Harry follows that instruction, and he okay he follows him. <laughs> Very brave he walks the rest of the way down the staircase. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll come towards you. No problem. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. He's doing that thing that kids do when they just put their arms straight down by their sides mm-hmm. when they're kind of nervous about something. I'm surprised, like he doesn't like clench really his hands or like um, do any sort of. Uh, I don't know. Show any more like signs of his his nervousness yeah. beyond this very stiff. Maybe maybe Quirrell slash Voldy did a sub um, vocal imperious curse on him to make mm. him come. Could be. He's been compulsed. That's sinister, <sighs> spooky. <sighs> okay. Right. That was all That's I had all for I've this got. minute. Uh, yeah, done with this I'm, one. I, I'm good. Cool. All right. Well. Uh, would you guys like to let everyone know where they can find you? Sure. Uh, where on the internet? Oh, perfect. Oh. <laughs> there we go. And there you go. The Mogwai Minute. Mogwai Minute. Mogwai Minute. I really, um, yeah. I really do encourage everyone who's listening to go uh, to go check out Mogwai Minute. If they're fans of Gremlins, um, you guys are doing a great job over there. I uh, well, thank, thank you. I'm a fan of the show. Yeah, we're on iTunes or anywhere else you find a podcast, really. Just uh, find us up or find us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. We're, we're always up there on uh, as the Mogwai Minute. Mogwai Minute. And you can find us <laughs> in all those same places, Facebook, Twitter, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, I think. All that stuff. So find us there. Join us tomorrow on our Friday episode as we wrap up the week of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mischief managed. Mischief, Mischief managed. Smoke wine minute. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Dueling genre.